Have you ever seen miles and miles of undeveloped beaches? It does exist here in America and it might be closer than you think. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. You're listening to season four of the Travel FOMO podcast. Uh, this is Jamin Houghton, and I'm here with my co-host and wife, Hillary. Hello. And we've been sharing uh, some of our stories from the best beaches that we've been to. And today uh, we're going to our most recent beach trip. Uh, Pensacola Beach. That's right. Um, yeah, this is we're kind of wrapping up the season too. This is it. Yeah, this is the last uh, the season. last one. Yeah. Um, oh, we loved Pensacola Beach um, for yeah. a lot of reasons, and it felt pretty different than some of the other Florida beaches that we'd been to mm-hmm. um, for a number of reasons. But um, and we also this is one of the first trips that we're talking about on the podcast where we actually brought our dog with us. Yeah, this is the first one. Um, I think like we we did talk about Marfa and Maggie was with us for Marfa. Oh, right. But aside from that, like this is one of the very first ones that we get on to the podcast where we get to talk about Maggie. That's right. Yeah, Maggie's our um black golden doodle. She's five years old and um we call her her name's Magnolia, but we call her Maggie. Maggie Moodle, the Golden Doodle. Mm, the rug. The rug. <laughs> Moodle. Depending on, you know, what how she's been groomed recently, how um, <laughs> yeah. furry she might be, she's um, a better rug or a worse rug. Yeah, and depending on how she's been acting oh and whether goodness. or not it's like a, an affectionate, loving pet name or a I'm thinking about selling you pet name. <laughs> But yeah, it was a uh, it was a great trip. We road tripped from Dallas, um, and which is not a bad drive, uh, very doable, and we got to take Maggie with us because because it was a road trip and it made it a lot really easy. And we booked an Airbnb that was dog friendly, so we knew we could take her for the whole thing, which meant we didn't have to board her, didn't have to get a pet sitter, and we got to have her with us, which yeah. is fun. Yeah, we do. We do enjoy taking her with us and um, another beach condo for us, which was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, beach condo was it was great, and uh, Pensacola was pretty dog friendly. Yes, like we took yeah. her with us. Um, actually, like into a couple of restaurants had like outdoor seating where you could have your dogs. Uh, there were some dog beaches that we took her to. Um, we took her with us when we rented a boat and mm-hmm. like so a lot of things Maggie actually got to do with us, not just like chill in the condo, but uh, kind of all of it. She was along for the ride. So it was a pretty interesting time when we arrived in Pensacola Beach um, because it was April 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, there had been Hurricane Sally had come through, um, I believe, in the fall of 2020. And there was a lot of um, damage from Hurricane Sally. And so it had actually, I mean, huge, huge barges that were in the ocean. They had just slammed through the Bay Bridge there right. um, that connects Pensacola to Pensacola Beach. And it made for a little longer of a road trip for us, which wasn't, you know, that big of a deal, especially when you when you arrive and you realize how much there lives have been changed by the bridge shutting down you're like oh the fact that i had to drive another hour really isn't a big deal for us it added an hour to our road trip because we had to take uh 281 like a bridge further 
further into Florida and down, you're like, that's kind of inconvenient for us. But when you think about all the people who live in Pensacola, but may have jobs in Pensacola Beach, a wait staff for restaurants and people that work in shops, things yeah. like that. Um, it's a huge, huge inconvenience and meant for a lot of those people that jobs were less sustainable mm-hmm. economically. I mean, if you think about if you're waiting tables or you're a bartender or something like that, and now you have to spend an extra hour and the extra gas each way to to go that far for a shift that suddenly makes it not very appealing and maybe you should find a, a different job. And yeah. so a lot of a lot of places were having trouble keeping staff just for that reason of like it's really hard to get there without that bridge yeah yeah for sure um it definitely had a big impact on their economy and um and also it it did make it less appealing for tourists we kind of um felt that from people Mm -hmm. and and then the fact that there was (laughs) COVID-19 that didn't help either right COVID and there well the the condo that we stayed in um was at a spot across the street from the beach and on either side of it was uh, resorts that had gotten, I think, were a little dated. And then the hurricane came through and sustained damage. And so both of those resorts, I think one was a Holiday Inn and one was like a Margaritaville, had decided to do massive renovations and were shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so. you know, we kind of lucked out on that, quite frankly, because it meant that a big portion of the beach (laughs) in front of our condo, there wasn't anybody staying in those resorts. So we kind of had the beach to ourselves. Like it was just people from our condo going down to this beach. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Um, It, it worked out great for us because like you said, there's all those families and people that ordinarily would be in those resorts and filling out that beach, like was completely empty. Yeah. And so it was, um, it was just us, but we had a great, great condo i think we're up on like the 11th floor with a huge balcony that overlooked the ocean and the weather was great when we were there so a lot of times at night um it was a perfect temperature where we weren't running the ac so we could have the the doors and and windows open and just listen to the ocean yeah uh, every night when we went to sleep yeah that long balcony we had too it like extended and, and windows and everything kind of extended from the living room to the master bedroom. And so we really kind of got to, like, there was just, you could enter the balcony from a bunch of different places. And no matter where you were, you could kind of see the ocean. It was nice. Yeah, I think a lot of times the condos that we have stayed in, the end of the condo has been what accesses the, the beach, right? So... It's the, you know, there's kind of the bedrooms in the front and then you work your way to the back and then at the back is the the living room. Oh, good point. And then the balconies off of that. But this one was kind of turned were sideways. So alongside the living room and alongside the bedroom was the balcony. And so it was long ways with a really long balcony, which was awesome. Like it was it was great. Every room basically had ocean view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We loved the beach there, too. Tell everyone about the beach. Oh, the beaches were great. Like, the sand was super soft and white. Um, It was actually squeaky. 
It was. And people had said it would be. And I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't understand either. Like what's that mean? Squeaky sand. But when you walk on it, it actually squeaks. Like it makes a little squeaky sound (laughs) as you walk across it. And if you think about like, like a pair of like wet flip flops or something like that, that, that you might walk in and it like squeaks when you walk across the floor, it was basically that same sound and feeling only just barefoot on the sand just like little squeaks as you walk along but super soft yeah great like great beaches great beaches and the thing that really blew me away um is how there's just miles and miles and miles of undeveloped land on this long island pensacola beach is Mm -hmm. basically an island um and there's you've got beach on the bay side you've got beach on the ocean side and it's just tons and tons of beaches where you can just drive up like you just if, if you want some t- some privacy, you just go find it. Like there are tons of beaches where you can just find a place where no one is. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, and on the the great thing about it, too, is on either side of Pensacola, there is protected land like National Park, National Park Service land. Um, on either side and so a lot of those beaches are national park land that is protected and so undeveloped so there's not houses on it there's not big condos on it there's not restaurants on it and all that stuff it's just pristine beach yeah that you can go hang out on and and chill and because of it like everybody spreads out so much there's just a ton of it. Yeah. It, that was really one of the most appealing things to me. And like you said, it was really dog friendly. So there mm-hmm. was at least two dog beaches that we had access to. Yeah. And um, I thought that was a lot of fun. I will say um, you can't take your dog off the leash. Um, and so that was something that was like, oh, okay. Like Maggie does better if you just kind of let her go. She yeah. feels a little bit better being around other dogs and so that was like maybe not the the best thing especially like how do you put let your dog enjoy the water if they're attached to a leash and stuff right yeah that that was a little that was a little unexpected and and a little difficult but um but it's still like still a great experience still a lot of fun it was april too so um on that note it was chilly the water was chilly, so we weren't yeah. necessarily getting in the water a lot. So Right. You would walk along, put your feet in the water, but you definitely didn't want to, like, get in and swim, mm-hmm. which was different, too. The only time I've done a beach vacation where we didn't actually swim. Mm, yeah. Um, but I really sort of enjoyed the weather aspect of it because it was warm enough to sit on the beach and sit in the sun, but it was also not so hot that you felt like you had to get in the water. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like for for me, like I sunburn easily. So a lot of times I'm like, oh, we need shade. We need to bring shade and things like that. But this trip, um, just some sunscreen and you're able to sit out on the beach for however long you wanted and be really comfortable the whole time. Yeah, it was really nice. I'd, yeah, I'd never done a cooler beach vacation either. So that was like, uh, huh, it was like a little different. Um, yeah. But there was one thing I thought was also really interesting and kind of the pride 
of Pensacola is their Pensacola Naval Air Station that was nearby. Um, And the really kind of cool part of that is, and everybody will tell you this, but when it happens, you're like, oh, this is really cool. Um, The Blue Angels, the Jets, Mm -hmm. they, fighter jets, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They practice in the area, and so ever so often they'll um, perform for you. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what it felt like. It felt like they were doing it all for for everyone on the island. Um, but they, this I'll never forget us being in the condo up on like the eleventh or twelfth floor, all these windows looking out over the ocean. It was a beautiful sunny day, and all of a sudden we hear this noise, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see something massive just went across the window like and I was just like (gasps) and it was loud and it was and I was like what was that I'm telling you it felt like they were like right there and literally at eye level and Mm, it was really crazy um to see them come through and and more exciting than I'd imagined because you know I've seen them and it was neat but like when you see them in your face it's really cool (laughs) yeah and not only like the blue angels but several like several planes and and different military aircraft like went by helicopters and things like that uh, would would randomly go by fly by at pretty low altitude like pretty good like you're saying kind of eye level with where we were and just like just off or over the beach and I thought it was really cool and really neat I had seen reviews online where people were like disgruntled by it but oh, I could see that yeah. um but I didn't really feel feel that way at all like, yeah I thought it was really cool. It was never so much that it was annoying and never at like bad times. Yeah. So I th- I thought it was a really cool part of being there and yeah. I really liked it. I mean, what would you say it happened for 10 seconds at a time, maybe like three times while we were there? Five times? Yeah. Yeah. Probably Not something much. like that. Not much. Just enough that you would like see him around and, mm-hmm. um, and it would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I could see... Um, a patriotic holiday being really cool there. So like 4th of July or something. Yeah. Um, I hear that they put on some pretty good shows. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard that too. Like it's a great, it's a great place for that. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we'd love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us, and maybe next time, we'll be talking about your product right now. We went into the National Park um, on a couple of occasions. Once we, like, went actually in, like, Fort Pickens is part of the National Park there. And you and, can and go tell people the what fort. National Park you're talking about, just so they could look it up yeah, if they it's, wanted to. It's Gulf Islands National Seashore. Okay. Is the, and that's the protected land. And so it's on either side of Pensacola. Um, to the west of Pensacola is where Fort Pickens is. And that's where the real like bulk of the, the national park and the stuff that you would think of. Um, visitor center and there's camping there. Like we actually kind of drove through the the camping just to kind of scope it out and see what it's yes. like. We, we want to go back and mm-hmm. actually camp there sometime. Um, looked really cool. Because again, you've got access to all these beaches. Yeah. Beach like Bayside beach access, 
Oceanside Beach access. Um, One thing that was interesting that I just remembered is how they, the road mm -hmm. that takes you into the national park, and it's not really on the list of national parks so much either, right? Like it's kind of like a sub right it's it's, like a... it's run by the national park service but i don't think it's technically a national park okay um and but it's got this road that comes in and you've got like mounds of beach sand on either side of you sometimes it's covering mm -hmm. the road sometimes you can't get through because there's no access because the wind or the storms have brought in so much sand that you can't even drive on the road yeah. so like seeing people come through with their rvs was like oh i can see that being tricky like mm -hmm. wow yeah. okay gosh and then what if it rained like then you've got wet sand you're driving through so <laughs> yeah yeah that's true kind of kind of interesting yeah, but it it was really cool. Touring the fort was a lot of fun. And then um, another way that we saw the National Seashore was by boat. In Like there in Pensacola Beach, rented a pontoon boat uh, through HO2 Pensacola. Uh, they were super great. Yeah. Um, a guy named Steve helped us out. So thanks, thanks mm -hmm. Steve. And we had rented a boat before in Destin. Uh, and we talk about that. We went out to Crab Island. So if you didn't if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and catch it. Um, but this was the first time that we rented a boat, just the two of us. Mm -hmm. um, and they made it really simple for us, really easy. And we went out into the bay and actually across to Fort, uh, Fort McGee. Uh, there is a little beach by that abandoned fort. And we docked the boat there and it's part of this national seashore this protected area and we literally had a private beach just like just you me and maggie mm -hmm. and we were there a couple of hours and we didn't really see anybody except some birds and a, and a couple of dolphins yeah and even the people that we did see they were so tiny, you couldn't even really hear their voices. You could just right. see that, oh, somewhere down there is a person, Yeah, which like, was kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, somebody's way over there off. But um, that was really cool because we did get to let Maggie off the leash. Yeah. And she could run around. Um, she, like, she saw dolphins jumping around. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, and they got so close. They did. Because the water was pretty deep in the Bay Area right there. Yes. Yeah. We were, it was on the Bay side of things. And so the water was, was really deep. And we had the pontoon boat, like, docked right there at the shore. And... Uh, Dolphins came. They were probably four or five feet off the so off close. The shore. That was really crazy to me. Yeah, they like, were. We literally right just there. sat there and like stared and tried to be really quiet so they would keep jumping around. Yeah, they would like jump up out of the water and you would see them. It was really cool. We actually saw a lot of dolphins our time there. Yeah, and I remember sitting on the balcony a few mornings and seeing dolphins and walking along the beach. We went for several walks on the beach and saw dolphins. Like there was a lot around, but that was, that was a cool part of it. Mm -hmm. And so much fun, fun to take Maggie out there. And do you remember when she like ran into the water? Yeah. She, she just, just got oh so excited. And she, so our first dog that we had like years and years ago was Max and he was a lab. Mm -hmm. And anytime there's any kind of water, he was going to be oh, in it. He loved it. But Maggie is the opposite. Yeah. 
of Max in almost every way and not <laughs> excluding uh, her affinity for water. She doesn't like to get in water. Uh, we had a house with a pool for a while and she did not like to go swim in the pool. So she doesn't like to get in water. But that particular day, we're on the beach and we had a ball with her. And we were throwing the tennis ball and she was running along the beach and she just gets so excited that she just runs and just jumps into just the ocean. Just went straight into the water. And I don't think she was banking on it being so deep. Yeah. I because she it, went in deep yeah, right away. I think it got a lot deeper than she had anticipated. Yeah. And she came back out real fast. But she loved being able to just roam however far she wanted to on the beach mm. and... I it really blew my mind that we could find such um, such desolate. De- I don't even know the word to describe it. It was just like so such pristine beaches that nobody was there. It was crazy. Yeah, we just had it all to ourselves. And Maggie Maggie loved it. Maggie loved being on the boat. She really enjoyed being yeah, she on did. the. I wondered how she would be on the pontoon because she's kind of scared of a lot of things yeah and so i wondered how she would be on the boat but she really liked it she just kind of laid down and mm-hmm. chilled on the boat like she thought it was great yeah the hardest part was getting her on and off the boat because being on the dock and then trying to get onto the boat like we had to like literally pick her up and hold her yeah we had to pass her, her person to person yeah but once she was on the boat she was she, she was, was good. good yeah she was good that was so fun. Um, we also did, they had just launched some, um, some people had just launched this new business in Pensacola Beach mm-hmm. called Glow Paddle. Yeah. And that was fun because it was like going kayaking and we'd already known like we're going to go kayaking. That'll be fun. Um, but this was like a new spin on it that I had never seen, which was you're in these clear glass um uh, kayaks, which that part's not new, but the new part was that like they lit them up with neon lights on the inside and you would go out at night. Yes. Very cool concept. The idea of like, you know, and they would give you glow bracelets and all kinds of stuff and have music playing and stuff and um, really cool, the whole concept of it um, until maybe you're out there in the dark. Yeah. On like the ocean. It, it seemed, <laughs> with black water under you. It seemed like such a good idea. And when we saw it, we were like, oh, we got to do it. And we were there like the first weekend that they opened. Mm-hmm. So they hadn't done much of it. Um, but you get out there and so you're in like a big bay, but you're on the ocean. Yeah. And you're kayaking, which is fun. That's great. And they kind of just let you go. But you have these LED lights under your boat and they kind of light up. The boat and it's a clear, like it's a clear plastic kayak, so it's see through. They kind of light up the boat, but they really don't light up much of the water under mm-hmm. you. So you can see other people out like kayaking around, but when you kind of get off by yourself, you're really just kind of in the dark <laughs> on the ocean, thinking about every like shark movie that you've, you've ever, ever watched. Seen. And <laughs> like that was a little like a little creepy i honestly was you were done 10 minutes in and you're like okay we're good like we could go back now yeah i was like okay how long can are we gonna do this yeah how long are we gonna sit here in the in the dark like it was kind of fun in the bay too because you could see all of these 
all the beach homes and they're all lit up at night and you can see, you know, you can kind of creep on people, which, you know, (laughs) if you've been listening long, you know that we do some people watching, which is like now when I say it like this, it sounds super creepy watching people in their homes, but you couldn't get that close. You know, you're far enough away. You could just kind of see these cool homes and kind of, you know, do a home tour. Um, But that was neat. Um, It was just it just maybe needed a little more life on the water at night. Like you had some ideas and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. If they did that, that would be really cool. Well, I felt like because they kind of took the approach and they might be doing this now because it was like really early on of just like normal kayak rental where it's like, Hey, here's your kayak, go have fun. And we actually went, back like we like the thing that we booked was for one like day session and one night session Mm -hmm. and we went back in the day and paddled around and there's a sandbar in the middle of the bay so uh, that was fun but you kind of like that's what you do you go out and you kayak kind of on your own and then come back well in the dark like kind of like we said once you're out there for a couple minutes it's kind of like well well now what I can see these big houses, but I'm just kind of in in the dark here. I think it would have been better if they had had a guide or something out there in a boat to be like, hey, like, follow me around. We're going to go look out here and watch for this or like do do some kind of engagement Mm -hmm. with everyone on the water. I feel like would have made it would have made it better. Yeah. Um, I, I even think, like, if they would have, like, um, kind of like Crab Island and Destin, where, like, they have floating stages and, like, activities happening. Yeah. Like, um, a floating bar would be great with music and lights and mm-hmm. and something for people to go to in the water, I think, could be really, really powerful. And then yeah. also just, like, going with people. It was just the two of us. So it was this one kayak with both of us in it. Yeah. And I think it could have been fun with, like, a group of people, several couples, um, and some music or something, and just kind of going and, you know, being prepared to, like, create your own fun. I just thought it would be entertaining enough on its own, and it might it wasn't necessarily entertaining enough on its own. Yeah, I think when you think of, like, glass-bottom kayaks and, and the lights, I think I was expecting to, like, see more fish or see more... Mm-hmm. Like stuff lit up under us, and that wasn't really the case. So there could have been something a little more, but yeah. But it was it was a fun experience. Like I had never kayaked at night on the ocean or been on the ocean in any kind of boat other than like huge cruise ship um, at all. So yeah, like that was fun. Yeah, yeah. There's some great restaurants too. Um, yeah. There's a uh, there was a lot of activity um, over the course of a week. You could pretty much cover your ground really well in Pensacola Beach yeah, because it is just a little island. Yeah, I feel like a week was was the right amount of time and you kind of got to see everything. We went to several really good places. Redfish, Bluefish mm-hmm. uh, was good food, uh, more fresh food. Yeah, we and liked that. Yeah, I think a lot of those, a lot of beachy places have a lot of like fried options and I definitely go in for the fried stuff. But once you've had it once or twice... Your body kind of starts telling you like let's let's mix in something fresh here, and they had those good um, options. 
and they were dog friendly. Um, they yeah, faced that's the bay, right. um, so you could like kind of you saw the, and there was a a beach nearby, a bay uh, on the bay, um, and some other restaurants. So you could kind of see all that activity happening. We actually went there twice because the food was you could get healthier versions of seafood there. Yeah, and for my stomach, like at some point on a beach vacation, I'm like, I can no longer have your fried shrimp or your fried fish. Like (laughs) I need healthy food. Um, so that was, that was nice. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Flounders is a really popular spot there. Mm -hmm. Um, really good seafood. Yeah. And the, like, it's crazy, but the key lime pie at Flounders was incredible because it's, it's essentially, three pieces of key lime pie which are really really good key lime pie in and of itself but three pieces like stacked on top of each other is how they serve it and it's really good yeah really good so do yourself a favor and save save some room for the key lime pie at flounders because it was really good yeah i mean to that point like i would go to flounders at the beginning of the week get your piece of key lime pie and eat on it all week because it's literally three pieces of pie yeah you can share with well somebody. and if you get it to go if you get it to go they don't stack it up they serve it side by side so it comes oh, like three interesting. pieces okay, um, i remember that yeah so we I literally had it like over and over again because we got it to go and I just kept it in the fridge and had a little bit every day for the whole time we were there almost. Yeah, yeah. But really good. Um, Their sister restaurant, Crabs on the Beach, was another cool spot. Um, Great atmosphere. Red tables and umbrellas. I think they had a sushi bar there. Yeah, they had a sushi bar. They very... It had its own look. So it kind of stood out from some of the others. Mm -hmm. A lot of places they look like rundown shacks you know right intentionally right. um for that like beach vibe but this was one that was like red and so you had like red restaurant red umbrellas red tables and a lot of outdoor activities it was actually on the beach face facing the ocean, facing the ocean yeah. so it was a little um uh it was great views yeah really really pretty um we also went to the Grand Marlin and had like a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dressed up and uh, went out there. Um, it was it was really good. It's pricier, yeah, um, but like really good food, good service. More upscale. Probably has a dress code. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember us getting dressed up for it. So yeah, make reservations. Kind of a place like mm-hmm. nice bottle of wine, sort of place. But uh, it was really good. We stopped and grabbed pizza from Papa's Pizza. Like our first night there, we've been driving all day. And I think I dropped you off at the condo and we were like, we just need something to eat. And I went and picked up pizza and it was great. Really good pizza. Yeah. We also went to Peg Leg Pete's, which I love saying that. Yeah. Peg Leg Pete's. <laughs> um, it's very like, what do you call it? Pirate-ish. Um, yeah. But it's kind of divey, um, but a lot of fun and very mm-hmm. has very much the beach scene. It's also like kind of on the bay side with like all these boating docks. So it's kind of more marina. Yes. Style. Yeah. It, so it had like it had a couple of levels. Um, there's like a parking lot that you access from the road and like the restaurant, like a main level restaurant. But then you can go downstairs to where they like have the dock on the bay side and there's a bar like restaurant area down there that is just people hanging out on a dock plus and it was it was cool 
Yeah. Like, it was a great spot. Yeah. Um, we talked to the bartender there for a while, and I bring that up because we did meet a lot of different people mm-hmm. in Pensacola Beach. We met, um, we talked to the manager at Redfish Bluefish for a while. The real estate, it, there was a real estate agent and her husband that we met at Glow Paddle. And then we um, talked to Steve from our boat rental place for a while. And, yeah. And I say all that just to say that, like, through the course of these conversations, we started to hear how none of them were actually from Pensacola. They were all transplants. And it all visited at one point and said, I really want to live here. I need I need to slow down life. Life is short. I need I want to come live here and I'm just going to make a way. Yeah, they figured out a way to to make it happen, mm-hmm. which was was really cool. And honestly, it started us thinking down those lines of what do we want our life to be like, and and what would happen with all the changes that COVID had brought on, and working from home, things like that, and working virtually becoming more and more of an option. We were already pursuing like virtual job opportunities and we were like what if we were both fully virtual where would we go where where would we live what would we do yeah you know um it's interesting too because we've never i don't think we've ever really said this but you and i are both in um the healthcare industry Mm -hmm. i'm on the health insurance side you're kind of on the pharmaceutical side pharmaceutical slash pharmaceutical insurance, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, And so we have like very corporate jobs. When COVID happened, our corporations really shut the, temporarily shut doors to the offices and had everyone work from home. Right. So we were both full-time working from home at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, I would occasionally go into the office um, because we do some things um, in audio and video type of things um, that require us to physically be there. But for the most part, Working from home, and it really got us to thinking, well, I mean, if we could work from home and we could work anywhere virtually, what, where would we live? What would we do? Yeah. I think that like that thought and conversation took us to a place of like, well, wouldn't it be cool if, if, we, did find, if we did find new jobs and were to transition to new jobs, it would be really cool if we could sync those up and take time off in between. Yeah. And take a like take a longer vacation, a more stress free vacation. And we're like, well, what if it you know, what if that could be like two or three weeks? And then we're like, well, what if it could be a month? And then we started having a real conversation (laughs) about what if it's longer than a month? What if we took a year? Yeah, because we really started thinking like this doesn't happen often. Like how often are both both spouses willing to start their careers over in a way or, you know, start new jobs at the same time, take that risk together. Um, And we were kind of in that place. And um, I'll never forget sitting on the balcony of our beach condo there in Pensacola Beach and talking with you about it and you kind of asking, like, what would happen? Do you think we could really do that? Would you would you do that? Would you take a gap year with me? Just take a whole year off work mm-hmm. and we'll find new jobs. We'll figure it out when we're done. Um, and me kind of realizing like, oh my gosh, he's serious. He might really do this. 
it was almost like a kind of um, a kind of dream that I wouldn't even put out into the atmosphere because I never dreamed it could happen. And then to hear you say that was just like, oh, I married the right person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we just started like doing the math. Um, we had sold our home um, within the past year or so. Yeah. And so um, that was something that might would hold some people back. Um, it probably would have held us back. It would have felt bigger. But we had right. already sold our home, you know. Um, so that was done. We did have still had some of the savings from that. And then we saved a lot of money during COVID. You know, we were a year into COVID at this point um, that we're sitting there in Pensacola Beach. And we'd been saving a lot of money mm-hmm. and just being really um, frugal and... Um, really started to minimize um, eating out and things like that. I think at the beginning of 2021, we had started saying, we're just going to eat at home more. That's our new goal. Right. We're going to eat at home more. And then at a certain point, we're going to start eating healthier at home mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, start getting healthier and healthier, um, which is always people's goal. But it really worked out. And we'll, we'll tell you guys <laughs> a little bit about that um, in the next episode. But um, yeah, we were both looking to change jobs. The lease yeah, was like, up. Yeah, our lease was up on on our apartment, and when we really started talking about it, it just started to make a lot of sense. Of like, when else would we have an opportunity like this to actually take a year off? And yeah. which was a crazy thought for us, because we both have worked our whole lives, mm-hmm. have not. Um, I mean, people know if you, if you listened, like you took a month to travel with um, your sister, uh, which we have a whole season about the secret season. Um, But aside from that, like you've always worked or been in school. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always worked. I've never gone more than a weekend between jobs. And so it really was a crazy thought that we would not work full time, that we would take a year to travel and do all the things that we want to do yeah, uh, for us. Yeah. We've both been working since before we could drive. You yeah. more hardcore than me. Um, you'd been working a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. I had been working like, you know, I'd go to high school and then in the evenings I would work. Um, but I would work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Like I yeah. would work every single night. Um, so like we, yeah. So it was a big deal and um, we didn't grow up rich, you know? So the emphasis on, like, having money, like, is surprisingly big when you don't have it. Yeah. You know? So there's a lot of emphasis yeah. on, like, stability and, like, you know, just making sure that you've got, you know, you're secure, you're financially stable, financially stable. And it just builds and builds and builds. And, um so this was like a big thought, the idea yeah. of quitting our jobs. Well, and then we spent the next, like we spent the next few days, which really shows you what travel can do. Because I think if we had not taken this trip, if we'd not been in Pensacola with days where we didn't really have an agenda other than to be together and sit mm-hmm. on the beach and yeah. do that stuff, we, this would have been probably not even a conversation at all. If it would have been anything, it would have been a dinner conversation that would have been a man. Wouldn't it be cool to Mm -hmm. like do something like this? And then it would have just been lost. Yeah. 
but we had the time, we had that space, we had traveled and made time to travel and given ourselves that separation from normal life and that space to have a conversation of what if we took a year off to travel? Yeah. Which is where our gap year, um, which is what we decided to start calling it. Like gap year is traditionally something that students do, you know, in between like college and college. Yeah. Yeah. Or like right after college and getting a career or something like that. Um, but for us, we're like, we're doing it now. (laughs) We're adulting and we're going to figure it out. (laughs) And, um, really it gave us the space to have that, have this crazy idea and then do it, which is where it like led to huge life changes for us in the way that we spend money, in the way that we treat our health, um, doing this podcast, mm-hmm. um, just a bunch of stuff coming from from this conversation, which is where we're going next. Yeah. So that kind of leads us to the next episode, which is um, really in the next season, which yeah. is the gap year season. Yep. Um, well, actually several seasons. And yes. there's so much to say about this. You guys, we can't even fit it into this podcast episode. So we're going to do a whole nother episode, just kind of overviewing what gap year is going to look like. Um, we literally will start that season um, next week. And mm-hmm. so you'll hear us talk about gap year, all the things it took for us to get to this point where we could do it. And um, we bought an Airstream. We renovated it. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. We're going to um, talk about how we got in shape. Like, yeah. And how we budgeted for a year off and a year of travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are, I mean, big life changes. I yeah. mean, especially like the getting healthy part. Like we each, we've both lost. You guys are going to go online. You're going to see social media um, about this Pensacola beach trip. And you're mm-hmm. going to see that we might not have been the healthiest versions of ourselves. <laughs> right. And you should tune into this next episode and, and stay on social media with us so you can see how we each lost 40 pounds, more than 40 pounds. Yeah, we both lost over 40 pounds. And um yeah. Leading up to this moment um, to make us um, just make us healthier so that we can make the most of every moment and yeah. hopefully elongate our lives, you know. Right. Um, too. So, um, yeah, this is big stuff. Big stuff. We can't wait to share yeah. all the details in the next episode, you guys. Yeah. We're so clearly excited. really excited. Definitely want to share it with you on, on the next episode. And we want to know, like, what big ideas have you had mm-hmm. while you're on vacation? Yeah. Like we took this trip to Pensacola and we took it just as a vacation to get away and it ended up changing our lives. So what big ideas have you had while you travel? Yeah. Um, when you get time away, what do you think about when you get time to create a new future for yourselves? Like what's that look like? So share it with us, reach out to us. You can find us on social media and Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Yeah. Um, and that's also where we will be posting, posting those, um, uh, photos of us on this trip. There mm-hmm. aren't as many photos. I'm, I'm being serious. We were not very healthy versions of ourselves and there aren't as many photos of us. 
because of that. Yeah. Which is so fascinating. I think we didn't like the way that we looked in pictures. We didn't like the way that we looked. Um, So, but we're going to post some and we're not going to hesitate to post some that might be bad. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to see, you're going to see some of that. But um, we've also got photos with Maggie, Maggie Moodle, the golden doodle. Um, So you can learn more um, about us too at our website, which is travelfomopodcast.com. And don't forget, if you will, go do us a big favor and rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you're listening. Uh, help us get the word out. Tell some friends about it. Uh, share us on, on all those platforms. And we would, uh, we'd love that uh, just, yeah. to, just to help us out on, on our journey. Yeah, Come exactly. with us for Gap Year. Come with us to Gap Year and, um, and go do something big this week. Come up with a really big idea because yeah. life is short. Wander well. 